Hi, everybody. Welcome to a new episode of The Agenda. I am your host, Tatenda Musapatiki, and I'd like to open by saying January lasted forever. I am exhausted. I I don't understand why January felt so long. And, you know, I live in D.C. The crime is high. It was cold. It was hot. It was really cold. It was really warm. You know, people have you outside during your job. I had to go to many, many places. I've now been on my first flights across the country, but I'm here bringing you the agenda because it's important. And we're on a bit of a different cadence. So with season two, with the goal of making sure that I give you the information that you need on a weekly cadence, I've had to, you know, pre-film some things, do some deep dives. So I'm not going to be right on top of it every week, but I'm still going to give you the information that you need to know to not be boring I assure you, please trust me. But with that being said, we're going to talk about a few things that happened one to two weeks ago in January. Like we are covering the end of January, all the things that caught my attention, little nuggets of good info that you need to know. It's award season, so we're going to catch up on that a little bit. And then there's some other stuff that's been happening that I think could really inform your conversations for, you know, part of February. So we're going to got we're going to get right into it and you know I apologize this is coming after a heavy week last week with the diddy and all of that it was a lot and it was not fun so we're going to keep this one a little bit more light a little bit happier and we're going to drop in so let's go all right let's talk about Taraji P Henson Taraji P Henson is a black actress and she has been around forever she i think has become a bit of a legend in her own right. I would say that most white people know her from her work in Empire, which was a show that ran on Fox in the late 2010s. It was phenomenal. And really, the show ended because of the whole Jussie Smollett, I'm going to pretend to get hate crimed thing um, that happened. And if you need more information, DM me. I got you. Um, And she was in an interview and someone asked her if it's true you're thinking about quitting acting. And she said, you know what? She broke down in tears because of the pay discrimination and pay disparity that she's experiencing. Now, I get it. Actors and actresses do make a lot of money. They make hundreds, if not hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars. But with black actresses, they are not paid nearly, nearly as much as their white counterparts, despite in many, many cases, bringing as many butts into the seats. And I will say the thing about working in Hollywood that I have come to understand is that even if you say you're making a million dollars, you are losing a good chunk of that, not just to taxes, but also to paying out the um, percentages for your agents, your managers, your lawyers, your stylists. Like they have a lot off the top of their income go to other places before they receive what's left over as their pay, like to take care of themselves. Right. And It's wild to me that she had been talking about how she was paid only $100,000 for the Curious Case of Benjamin Button, which came out a long time ago. But at the same time, she was the third ranking actress on the movie. She was starring with Brad Pitt and Kate Blanchett, who I assure you were making several million dollars a piece for that. And she couldn't even get $500,000. She was making $100,000 for that movie that she got an Oscar nomination for, by the way. She also talked about how after Empire, she had to fire her whole team because for some reason she did not have deals and endorsements to make her money, which is insane. Those people did her dirty. 
it is wild to me how she could possibly not have had the world at her feet in terms of endorsements, in terms of um, just marketing deals, never mind acting, like just the money that she could make from doing advertisements for other people. And she didn't have them lined up. She was one of the most popular actresses on television, period, dot. End of story for that time period. And it's just really upsetting and when she said this I think it was immediately received as oh you know she's being dramatic but then every single black actress and um I would also say director and people who work in Hollywood were like no this is our truth so I am quite upset about the entire situation frankly I think it mirrors a lot of what we see in society but the fact that one of the most renowned actresses can't make a million a film when her white counterparts who are, are not nearly as successful, do not have nearly the resume that she has, are making that much, it's crazy. Crazy. All right, let's move on. So Halle Bailey, actress and singer, she was in um, a group with her sister, Chloe. Um, she led in the Little Mermaid. She also did all the songs for the soundtrack for The Little Mermaid. She was in The Color Purple. Halle Bailey, like famous lady. <laughs> She'd been baking, not being pregnant this whole time. So she just announced that she had a baby the other week. And the thing is, the internet knew. The internet thought that she was, she might be pregnant. There were clues that were getting dropped from her family, her friends. But <laughs> she definitely was just like, surprise, I have a baby. Even though she had never mentioned a pregnancy and has gone out of her way to pretend she wasn't pregnant. So after she announced that she had a baby, she started showing all the ways in which she was Photoshopping her Instagram photos and whatnot to make it look like she wasn't pregnant. And on the one hand, I can understand why you would wanna be like, haha, look at what we got away with. But on the other hand, people are annoyed. It's like, yeah, you duped us, stop bragging about it, which I find really funny. I don't really have thoughts or feelings on this situation, I just find I just find it really funny. Congratulations on your birth and hiding it from everybody, but not hiding it well because the internet really did think you were pregnant. But congratulations, so excited. I love babies, they're great. I actually don't love babies, <laughs> but I like when people have babies and that makes them happy. So there you go. So Ariana Grande, she came out with a new single called Yes And. The video pays homage to a Paula Abdul music video from I believe the early 90s, which great. But in the video, she's basically talking about why do you care about my love life? I did this and is the premise of the song, which normally I think I could, you know, get down with the thought, like, why are you all in my business? Very Lindsay Lohan rumors ish, right? Trying to make fun of people for caring about what she does. The problem is, in this instance, Ariana ain't been acting right. And she did have a co-star who she was not dating, who was married to somebody else who had just had a baby, who she ended up dating and divorcing her husband for and is now with him. And he is no longer with his wife. So that's messy. And yes, I, I think there could be an argument that it's none of our business, but that's what you're doing. And it's in public. So I guess we're going to talk about it. I The song's a bop. The video was, I love the video, but I also just... It's like, why do people care? Because it, it it's not a good look, sis. It was not a good look. And this is not the first time. It's almost like she has a habit of doing these things. So that is why I think people are paying attention. And by people, me, 
I definitely talked about this on a pod, but like you're dating SpongeBob SquarePants of Broadway. Like that's what's happening, sis. And yes, and sure, that's why people care. You broke up SpongeBob SquarePants of Broadway's marriage. Eek. All right. Other happy news. Jon Stewart is back to hosting The Daily Show, but only once a week on Mondays. I'm really curious how he came to this decision. Um, I also think it's an opportunity for new audiences to get to know him and for older audiences to get to see him. But I'm curious if it has the same vibe. I definitely am of the target age group and peak demographic for The Daily Show back when it was airing, and I loved it. Um, So I'm excited about it. But I'm also very curious how this will land in a not Obama era, not Bush era kind of politics. So we'll see. We'll see. Jon Stewart, we're ready. I'm very sad to report that Monica from Real Housewives of Salt Lake City is on pause. Now, rumor came out initially that she was fired. However, it seems that the network went to go backtrack and said she's on pause. Monica, if you recall, is the housewife who was running a um, fan account that was aimed at taking down Jen Shaw, and the ladies were all very, very upset about this and basically exercised her from the group and are refusing to film with her. And I find it all... I think I would have more empathy for the other women trying to kick out Monica if they didn't stand behind an absolute criminal who ruined people's lives. Jen made this fan account, or sorry, Monica made this fan account for the purpose of taking down Jen, who was an abusive, scamming, lying psychopath who ruined thousands and thousands of lives of people who are quite marginalized, people who are older, people who would fall for a scam. Like, right, she took people who were coming to her for financial help and ruined them. And these people made it seem like she was innocent. It wasn't that bad what she did. I'm going to be loyal to her. I'm going to stick by her to the very end. Even though she was mean to them and the mean things that Monica allegedly said on the account were quotes of what Jen had said about her castmates. But no, we're going to we're going to completely kick her out. And then it turns out that another housewife had been lying about how she got a black eye. Her name is Heather. And she did this in defense of Jen because Jen, the criminal, the scammer, is the one who punched her in the face. Now, I'm having a hard time understanding why you would do all of this work to pretend to support someone who punched you in the fucking face. And yet the lady who made an online fan account, and maybe she did some outlandish things to stalk Jen to try and get her found out. Like, I'm not saying what she did was right or normal. What I'm saying is... The moral relativism is ridiculous. I would rather stand by the lady who was really good entertaining television that didn't actually scam or ruin any lives and didn't actually make up mean things about you. She just quoted the lady who physically assaulted and mentally berated and scammed the elderly. Like, let's keep her on the show. She was a good time. And... I just don't think it's a good look for the other housewives. The internet's very divided. But to give you an update on the piece that I wrote weeks ago that is on the blog that you should check out, Monica's gone and I'm not not interested in following next season. I'm really not unless she comes back. So let's hope. 
And if you want to argue with me about Monica, you're free to. You just won't change my mind. All right, guys. The Emmys happened. It was a beautiful night to celebrate television. There were winners of all races and demographics. It was very exciting. I would say the key takeaway from the Emmys is that Nisi Nash gave an amazing speech that I think stuck and landed with a lot of people. And she spoke about believing in yourself because no one else will. And it was amazing. So if you can check out that speech, just Google Nisi Nash Emmys. It was lovely. Also, Vanderpump Rules did not win their Emmy. I'm sad, but I'm glad they were nominated. And finally, in case you missed our special pod, Megan Thee Stallion released a diss track called Hiss where she mentions no other artists' names. And Nicki Minaj took a line about supporting sex offenders, which she does because she's married to one and her brother is one. And arguably she may be one. Um, and just went crazy on the internet for a good 72 hours, released one of the lamest diss tracks I've ever heard. And now the internet's up in arms. I will say the thing that's actually concerned me is that the barbs the stands the fans of Nicki Minaj who are called barbs were threatening to dig up Megan the Stallion's mother's grave over this which is next level psychotic I cannot believe that there is a place in this world where there are fans of a person who would even think it remotely cool funny supportive whatever to even threaten to dig up someone's dead mother because Nicki Minaj is beefing with her and had mentioned the dead mom in a way out of pocket way. That's absurd. And people need to calm it down. You need to go get lives. You need to go touch grass. You need to go connect with people in the real world because that is a really next level terrible way to be. And I cannot believe that this is a thing that people have done. I can't. I can't. I can't. All right. What a lovely episode we had. Um, I'm just so thrilled to be back. I'm so glad that we were able to talk about some light things, some, you know, not quite as heavy, a little bit more joyful, let you know what's happening in the world. We didn't end on a joyful note, but we had a lot of other stuff in there, and I am just so excited to keep this ball rolling. So if you would like to continue to see this pod on a weekly cadence, please support us at our Patreon. You can find the link in the show notes. We also have it on our website. Please support us. We need your help. Also, you can check us out on TikTok at the.tagenda. You can find us on YouTube at the.tagenda. You can find us on Instagram at the.tagenda. And you can find us at the.tagenda.com. And anywhere you get your podcast, please support us. Follow us on all the social media channels. XOXO. Bye.